Previously, on the lineage of Moonreach. We were in Mandoran's tower when we heard a rap rap rapping on the door. We opened it to find a small raven, and quote that raven, Follow? So we followed it through Deepminster all the way to the Tower of Wisdom, where we met with Delane Oceanbinder. He proved to be the typical level of helpful, as we've come to expect from the people in this country. And uh, in typical fashion, he left us alone in his office. Uh, So of course, we snooped around, found that we could move a gigantic bookcase, uh, and with Gorbel's brilliant ingenuity, we were able to move it, found a door, and of course, I had a key from another door, so who wouldn't expect that key to fit in every keyhole? Upon opening the door, we were face to face with a golden dragon. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. The best rummy cup (laughs) podcast in the Midwest. Better not bring your kids. (laughs) I hope you like rummy cub because that's about to go down. I don't know what Rubby yeah, Cub is. Yeah, what are you talking about? What <laughs> it's is a, that? It's a weird old person uh, tabletop game. I what? Think, what? I think there's pegs involved or something. You're talking what? about Rummy? Rummy Cub. Is this a dream? <laughs> Why are you adding Cub to it? It's just Rummy. No. Are you talking about Gin Rummy? Rummy Cub. R-U-M-M-I-K-U-B. Look it up. Tummy Cub? It's Cub with a K? If we're doing a Rummy Cub podcast, we better know how it fucking works. <laughs> And how it's spelled, I guess. Yeah, man. Can you write it down for me? I just spelled it. <laughs> oh no! Sorry, are you saying rub has the C? Sorry, are you saying rub in a tug? <laughs> Rubby tug. <laughs> a weekly Dungeons and Dragons Five E actual play podcast. I am your host and DM Seth, and around the table of the internet, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Willem. I'm Tomas. I play Tomar. I'm Lindsay, and I play Pinwin. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble. That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure. This is episode 96. Yeah. It's very bizarre because uh, we're recording on the internet again, like we were. But yesterday we were actually in person for yeah. the first time. We in, broke quarantine. Yep. For multiple months. It was our first time meeting face to face. Three months. The chocolate milk famine. And none of us liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We decided to immediately go back to the internet. I love it. Disperse. We were like, too much legs. (laughs) (laughs) I counted all your toes. Glad to see they're all still there. For now. But not all our toenails. (laughs) Quarantine treated those feet well. (laughs) Soft and supple. Just constantly in a salt bath. You haven't been wearing shoes. (laughs) Slippers only. My f- pampered. My feet suddenly feel gross as fuck. <laughs> All right, it's time for tonight's around the campfire question. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you still sound like a Bunsen burner. Was that an ambulance? <laughs> <laughs> this fire's gotten out of control. <laughs> 
Oh, God. God. <laughs> and Judge Dredd comes in. I am the law. <laughs> the Stallone version, obviously. Yeah. Uh, not the Carl Urban. The better version is the Urban. Give me the Urban. The Urban version. Urban the Urban version. version. And the it's urban far version. superior to Keith Urban's version. <laughs> <laughs> Take the hat off, Keith. No, it's kind of my thing. Take it off. <laughs> All right. Tonight's Around the Campfire question is, tell me what your favorite plant or other form of flora in the world of Argaria is. And we will start with Corbel. I haven't met that many plants, and I, I don't know if I've, if I've really interacted with enough to have a good opinion, but I have had a lengthy conversation with Leothondria, and she seemed great. So your answer is Leothondria? Yes. <coughs> Top out answer! <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked to any others. <laughs> Starfucker. You don't have to talk to a plant to like it. Anyway, well, I'm Then not I would here. be judging it based on what? <laughs> how cool it looks. Well, I'm not that shallow. Or its taste or how much it messes you up when you eat it. <laughs> I don't know if I like your plant criteria. I don't like your attitude, Pinwin. I know. This is getting this is a crowded booth. <laughs> um, all right, so Leothondria yeah, is Gorbel's answer. Pinwin, what's your favorite plant or flora? Okay, so over in Shadeholm, there's this one plant, and you know, I don't, I never, I'm not really big on what is it, botany? I don't, <laughs> so I don't exactly know the plant itself's name, but. They're kind of fun because they're wild cards and they shoot out this fruit at you at random. Um, we kind of played games with it as a kid. When I'd get bored, I'd just hang out by the plant and then it'd shoot out the fruits. And we called the fruit foots. And <laughs> and um, they fruits? tasted really foots. Oh, foots. Yeah. <laughs> it's foot fruit. <laughs> you just dropped the R? Yeah. <laughs> what are the, oh, tell me about these foots. So the foods are extremely flavorful. They're a mix of sweet but also sour. And they're like red and fl- not fluffy. I don't know, maybe fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> like they're, what's that word? Red and fuzzy. Oh, sure. Yeah, red and plump. They got some lumps. <laughs> it's good food. And and you never know when it's going to come. So it just makes your day when you're walking by and you just get a foot shot at you. <laughs> you're like, yes. So it's the foot shooter is what the plant is. is yes. That, is that right? Yeah. It is the foot shooter. The old fruit shooting foot. <laughs> yes. Uh, All right. Yeah. The foot shooting boogie. <laughs> Lindsay just added a homebrew monster. <laughs> 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 yeah. A level one homebrew monster, the food shooter. <laughs> it looks like a bell sprout. Fifth edition is lacking <laughs> in plant type creatures, so <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Definitely right. need like a Resident Evil one type plant boss monster. <laughs> Except way cuter. I like to think that when it shoots out it just goes like beep. Beep. 
<laughs> I like the idea of a monster doing that too. <laughs> Role playing that fight. That'll be our first fight in the next campaign. Uh, <laughs> Pub. <laughs> All right, Tomar. Tell me about your favorite plant or flora. Try and be um, a fruit shooter. On the eastern border of Valdolan, when it starts getting more hot and temperate, um, there's this flower called Ikari's Flame. Um, it's named as such because it the petals are look like they're swirling around each other, and they have like a gradient that goes from like a a bright yellow to a dark red, uh, and they look like kind of like candles. They don't glow, but they just they really stick out in the the area that they're they grow. Um, there isn't anything super special about them as far as I know, but they just look really pretty and they look like fire and I like that. Very cool. Have you even talked to them? No, I don't do talk they, to plants. Do they usually. shoot fruit at you? Nope, no fruit. Hmm. Okay. All right, Ikari's <laughs> flame. Uh, Willem, tell me about yours. Uh, so the plant that I'm more fond of, I guess, if I had to pick one, I'm not, as Pinwin stated, I'm also not much of a botanist, uh, or into horticulture in general, <laughs> but, uh, I, I do find what's called the phantom plume appealing. Uh, it's found mostly in more desert climates and its petals are a stark white almost to the point of translucency Ooh. and uh it doesn't ever actually die when it sheds its older petals new petals just come in and the only time that it actually sees color is in the springtime when the new petals form it has kind of a yellowish tinge to it um and it almost gives it like it doesn't make sense, but it's almost like a yellow iridescence in the springtime mm. when the new petals come in. Oh, it's also pretty. the easiest to take care of. Like you can't mess it up. So I like that a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a set it and forget it situation. Sounds like a sexy plant. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Very nice. All right. Well, we've got the phantom plume, the Akari's flame and the foot sh foot shooters foot. And of course, Leothondria. Let's uh, let's hop on in. I wonder if you're gonna like Leothondria as much by the end of this. <laughs> There's some weird tree business going on. I think I may have misunderstood the question. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me again. Ask me again. <laughs> All right. So when we last left off, you guys had opened up this door after Delane Oceanbinder's room had seemingly shifted and it seemed as though it had gone subterranean and you guys walk down this passageway and using Willem's key open the door and there you were standing in front face to face with a golden dragon breathing like hot steam coming out of its nostrils the inside of the chamber is massive there's vaulted stone ceilings that look very old. And Tomar, you would recognize that uh, this is similar to some of the stuff that you have seen 
uh, in Deepminster, but also when you guys were in the abandoned city in the God's Valley. Very similar design and structure in this chamber. Um, as you are uh, a big fan of stone, you picked up on that pretty much instantly. And this chamber stretches far, far back, and it looks like there's several different tunnels in the back as well. There's multiple layers, platforms, with different doors on them. And once the initial shock kind of wears off, you guys realize that either the dragon hasn't noticed you or something else is going on. And immediately, you guys begin to start connecting the dots, looking around, and it appears as if there's some sort of magical... Uh, sort of dome cast over the dragon. The dragon himself is large. Very, very large. Uh, probably 80 feet long. Its back goes up about 10 to 15 feet. Uh, it's it's a big boy. Can Pinwin tell if it's like a full-grown gold dragon? Oh, yes. So, yes, uh, Pinwin, you can tell that it is it is very old. This is a... Usually, dragons don't get that big if they're not old. So you immediately realize that this is an like a very, very old dragon, maybe even ancient. Oh my god. Okay, so I don't... Gold dragons aren't super common, correct? Correct. I'm gonna walk forward No dragons are really common. Right. I'm gonna walk forward world. towards it, like completely just enamored by it, like gawking at it. Also, I'm kinda in awe too, cause this is my favorite dragon type. So I like, will, I've yeah. seen them in books. Um, this is the first one I've ever seen. I don't think we've ever seen any metallic dragons at all, like in mm. person. Yeah. So, so I'm I am walking forward into its space. <laughs> just like I immediately go invisible. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Willem disappears. Someone's got to be logical. What are you doing? I'm, I'm a little floored. Okay, I haven't had much dragon experience. All right, so you just kind of, kind of stay there. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Pinwin and Tomar, as you kind of, you guys are both approaching, correct? Uh, I wasn't approaching, but I'm okay. I'm not like hiding. I'm just looking at it, kind of like surprised. Okay, so Pinwin, I want you to give me a uh, uh, give me a perception check. Okay. Oh, 20 right out the gate. So that'd be 37. Nice. 37. Okay. So, uh, Pinwin, you real like you know dragons and you know that dragons, especially ones of this age, would be highly intelligent and would likely immediately try to communicate with you upon being aware of your presence. This one seems, while it is awake, its eyes kind of move lazily around the room and almost as if it's not seeing anything. And it seems very calm. It breathes very slow. You don't sense any any like dangerous aura or anything coming off of it. And you do know that golden dragons typically are closer to the benevolent side of the uh, alignment spectrum. And so they're they're less likely to be ones to attack, but it's strange that it's not doing anything. And you kind of, if you were to kind of skirt around, you would see that this magical dome seems to have something to do with the placidity of the dragon itself. Hmm. I'm gonna walk up to the dragon and just like 
touch it. (laughs) (laughs) So as you reach forward, you hear a voice from up above you, Penwin, that says, don't touch the dome. Can we all hear that? Yes, you can all hear it. If you touch the dome, you will die. Oh. Shit. Okay, thank you. Who are you? (laughs) And then from one of the platforms, you guys see a small shape uh, emerge over the side and kind of peek out. You see a creature you've never seen before. Um, It's very small, roughly about maybe two foot tall. It's hard to tell from the distance. It's about 60 feet above you and about 40 feet back on one of the platforms. Um, Wrapped in a a heavy cowl and uh, has like bluish skin and kind of like long ears that kind of flop down. And large, large eyes that are very, that have like multiple colors in their irises. And one of the things you can see just barely is from from the distance is that the creature's hands and feet are bare, but they look to be almost root-like in their component. Ooh, that's fun. And the creature looks out and says, It is a powerful spell. If you touch it, you will die. As I said, do not try. They said touch the dome. What is... Okay, so where is the dome? And why is it's the covering, dome? It's covering the dragon. It's, like, completely encasing this dragon. Okay. And like It's like a translucent, like, magical dome. So it's not all across the room? We're not in the dome? No. Okay. It just... It, Pretty much like a little glass menagerie for the for the dragon. Okay. Why why do you have this dragon in a dome? Isn't it friendly? I do not have the dragon in the dome. Those below have put the dragon in the dome. I am here because I am the dragon's student. You're learning to be a dragon? If only it were that easy. No. Let me come down and I can speak to you all. Okay. You are the wolves, correct? Yeah. How do you know that? I will explain. And the creature walks away from the platform and then almost like just seconds later comes out of a door down at the bottom, like on the same level as you guys and starts walking very slowly towards you. And you can see it's walking on these little roots. Kind of, yeah. It's like oh, they're like flesh so and roots. Cute. Um, and yeah, <laughs> so you it starts walking. It's got this big, like heavy, heavy robe-ish cowl with a big hood. Um, and there's just a little bit of hair on their head, and it's uh, it's like a kind of a peachish color. And but I like I said, big, colorful eyes, and uh, it's it's a very cute looking. This creature. sounds so cute. I want one. And it just kind of are they kind of androgynous looking? Like you can't really tell. Uh, what yeah, you can't tell from from what from looking at it right here what it could be. It, it's yeah, it, you've never seen something like this before. It could be a child, it could be an adult. You have no idea. And it, so it walks forward and kind of looks up at all of you as it gets closer and closer and and stops about twenty feet away from you, Pinwin. And Pinwin, probably not often in your life have you met things that are other than like small children that are shorter than you. I'm going to run up and hug it. <laughs> You're going to, as you go to run up and hug it, the creature kind of like takes a few steps back. Please, please do not hug. 
I'm sorry, it's just... I, I don't usually see many people smaller than me. So you hug them? Mm-hmm. Boundaries, dude. <laughs> I guess. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he does not pick up on social It was exciting. I was excited. All right, spit it out. I will not hesitate hey. to set you aflame. Hey! What the heck? This We're is not a, setting it aflame. This is a majestic creature here. It's like a flying god, basically, and it's trapped in here. Yeah, but we can get a little more info before we start making threats. And it sounds Since like when do we didn't... just trust any random person we're, or creature We're we not meet. trusting them. We're talking. And it's a conversation. Excuse me. Right. And it sounds like they didn't trap him. It sounds like the people below did. Who are the people below? I'm going to look at him suspiciously. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what, What's your name? My name is Uda, and I am the rune keeper here. Oh. The what? Did you say rune keeper? The rune keeper. Rune keeper. You are all part of the Enclave rune, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Well, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> Who's saying that? <laughs> Was it Dorothy? (laughs) That Gabby batch? (laughs) But I I welcome you to the chamber here. Um, If you would please close the door uh, so that no one else. You're letting all the AC out. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say close the door, you'll let the dragon out. (laughs) Idiots. I'm going to. Can I insight check that specifically? The door? Uh, Him requesting to close the door because it could enact a spell of some kind. I suppose. We don't know it's a him. Right? That's true. 18. I'm just imagining, like, Dobie crossed with Bellsprout. (laughs) Did I say him? (laughs) I thought I meant it. Yeah, yeah, you said him. All right, 18. Um, 18. Um, It's difficult to discern, but it, it it just was such a casual statement. You don't sense any malice from it at all it seems they seemed like they were being pretty genuine I will close the door and then the minute you close the door uh, several torches start lighting in the chamber and kind of brighten everything up and you guys can see uh, kind of the features a little bit more the stone is is definitely considerably old and towards the back uh, there's a large uh kind of archway different from the the other kind of passageways that you saw um this one is like an archway that leads into a roomed alcove that you can kind of see inside you can see that there's a bunch of chests and and bookcases and stuff in there um and uh ura like kind of walks forward uh you have come a long way yes uh maybe yeah i guess in the grand scheme yeah where have you come from? I, I come from a village, uh, just hidden village in, uh, do you know where Staristrom and Zugo are? Yeah. Relatively. Yeah. Uh, along the border, there is a small village there full of my people. Oh my god. And what are you? There's more. I am Farmini. Farmini. Tomar? I mean, <laughs> it's not human, that's for sure. It's not a dwarf. I've never seen anything like it, have you? You are right to be suspicious. I am sure your journey has been plagued with perils and and folk who would otherwise do you harm or their enigmatic actions 
are shrouded in mystery. Yeah, I'm sick of that. Are you? <laughs> how do you? Yeah, how, do, how do you know all this? And are you? You never answered. Who's? Who are the people under us? Oh, are you part those, of them? I am not part of them. Oh. They are who keep. They are who keep Yarfrey chambered. Are your people fae creatures? We are something of a mix of fae and material. Mm. We have a very strong tie to magic in this world. How did you end up here? I came here with Yarfrey to study the runes. He is the rune master. And I am his pupil. (laughs) Awesome. He is the rune master. And when we arrived, we did battle with the people below, and they trapped him. And so it has been for, what year is it? 380. For 700 years. Whoa. I would never have guessed you are that old. Thank you. (laughs) I work out. How old are you? (laughs) That would make me, I suppose, about 1,040 years old. Wow. I'm just imagining Paul Rudd from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> I guess who knew? The- oh fuck! <laughs> Wonder if the carpet matches our pews. <laughs> oh man! Wow. So you must know a lot. I know some. Some might say that I know a lot, but <laughs> those I know some enough are me. To- <laughs> I talk to myself a lot, uh, but I know enough to know how much I do not know. I. My knowledge pales in comparison to Yarfrey. Can you talk to him? Because that bar- normally can't golden dragons talk to you, and then the barrier just stops. Like he wasn't talking to me. Yarfrey is unable to speak. I have just been essentially a keeper here for so long, uh, with no one to speak to, save my own memories and the books that I read, and of course, delving into the runes themselves. So they just let you stay here? They do not necessarily find me as a threat. I have no ability to get to them. Why? How? Because they are behind the dragon door. Oh, there was just a shelf covering it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is the door you arrived from, the dragon door. And... Ura kind of waves their hand down one of the passageways. That is their access point. That is the dragon door. Only those of a draconic lineage can access that door. Where does it lead? It leads below. I do not know what the place is called below, but it's a place where those below dwell. If we freed... I'm sorry, what was their name again? Yarfrey? Yarfrey. If we freed Yarfrey, would they be able to open the door? Well, you would not be able to free Yarfrey without Without. getting below. We can't just dispel this that's covering Yarfrey? It would be unlikely. There are many powerful magicians that have cast this sealing spell. It would take quite an army of magic users to stop it. Do you know any of those magicians' names? I do not. They do not even seem as though they are with names. They are cowled in black, and they 
of are of some purpose that I do not understand, but they have kept Yarfrey here, Master Yarfrey, for so long that I have almost forgotten what they look like and how they are approached. Wow. So, how do you know who we are? The runes. I can see the runes as they approach, much like it, I imagine you can see runes when they approach you for your journey. I'll look to Ura and ask it, how do we get to these magicians to stop them? Well, uh, if you have the draconic lineage, you can enter through the door, but... So the only way to free the dragon is to go through that door? It would appear so. I have tried many things over the years, and nothing seems to have worked. And it is indicated by the dragon symbol on the door that I have only seen in one other place, which is the royal family of Staristram. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. I mean, I have someone in my bag. Lance. Where's Lance at? Oh, you're right. Can we reach out to Lance and send to Lance and... Yeah. You will not be able to send messages within this chamber. However, if you would like to exit, you may do so. Are you going to be waiting for us when we come back? Yes, I have nowhere to go. I mean, he's been here for over 700 years. Where is he going? My my master. I don't know. We've been having some weird problems with doors lately. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't want to close the door and have this gone. Um, we'll put a pin in this, Ura. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> um, really wonder, quick, though, mm, with the draconic bloodline, is that just to open the door or to even go in? As far as I know, they are one and the same. So, like, so if our friend had draconic bloodline, would we be able to go with, do you think? I am not sure. But I know that the door cannot be opened without the draconic bloodline. Okay. I do not know beyond that. I suppose you would be able to, considering I cannot open the door, and I was able to go below. I had forgotten. Sorry, it has been years. <laughs> mm, You've like been below? a pretty big piece of information to forget. Well, I remembered now. I apologize. I was below when they attacked us. Yes. Was the door already open when you went down there? No. So Why you were you down there? It. No, Yarfrey opened oh, the door. Yes, oh, yes. The dragon sense. right there. That, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That checks out. All right. Well, we'll we shall return. Yeah. Okay. So what exactly am I asking Lance? Hold on. Let's go into the room and discuss this. What's there to discuss? We gotta call Lance. I, I wave at <laughs> Ura as we walk out. Willem, are you coming with? You're still invisible, so. Yeah, I'm still invisible, and I've been purposely staying silent yeah. just in case. <laughs> so as I get into the into Delane's chamber, I'm gonna be like, oh my god, oh my god, that was a gold dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and then. I can't believe how cool that was. And I will be too. We'll be like jumping up and down together. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> 
Lenny's are the rune master. Was I geeking I, out or was I okay? No, you were you were cool. I'm oh, surprised you didn't touch the. I mean, the, the hug was still even after he said it had killed. I you. mean, I didn't want to die. The hug yeah. was weird though. Yeah, yeah, you can't just run up and hug on people, Pinwin. Yeah, you gotta stop. <sighs> He's that so cute behavior. though. Well, I not he. It's so cute though. Like, like, you didn't just want to hug it? I mean, just because you're a cute creature doesn't mean you want to be hugged and I picked up by everybody. I would love to be hugged by whoever if I was a cute little creature to them. Just assume that the, everyone doesn't and then ask them first. I guess that is kind of like the right thing to do. Um, and I'm glad you didn't keep trying once he said no. Oh, I'm not going to I'm not gonna keep trying. He made it clear like it was not his thing. Not a hugger. <laughs> All right, so yeah, his little arms. I'm the thing I'm worried about and I'm questioning is the wizards aren't stopping Ura, but they're also not helping the dragon, and they're not trying to stop whatever's going on. They clearly know that this door is here, and I'm worried. Right. Like, if we cast spells in the Tower of Wisdom, do they have sensors? Like. Can they tell we're casting stuff in here? Are they monitoring us? I would assume yes. But where I would is operate this? under the assumption that that yes, they're aware. But are we still in Tower of Wisdom or was this like a portal to somewhere else? We're in the Tower of Wisdom right now. Well, we went in through that secret bookcase door. Are we positive that when we went in that Behind the bookshelf, though, it didn't turn into some other portal? It doesn't matter, because we're in the tower now, and we'd be sending from here. So we went out of the bookshelf, is where we went? Yeah. we oh. can, That was the only other door, right? I thought there was they the said, hallway. Uh, you turned it, and then the, the room shifted, and then when you left the normal room door, you were in a different hallway. Right. So it's a, I thought we were in the hallway. That's my confusion. It was implying that we couldn't cast sending in there. I thought it was in that specific room. In that I would chamber, assume that yeah. everything beyond that chamber is the Tower of Wisdom. Mm. I mean, we can... Oh, I guess we can try and see what happens. That's what I'm worried about. Do we try in here or do we go out of the building and then come back? That's why I brought it up. I think it, we should try from here. Do we think that there's somebody in the Tower of Wisdom that doesn't want us to uh, help the dragon? Or possibly is there somebody in the Tower of Wisdom that specifically wants us to summon Lance here for some nefarious exactly. means? Mm. The, Lance has a lot of capability power-wise and stuff we don't even know about. He's from a different nation altogether, and he's likely very important to something. I mean, to be fair, if someone wanted that information, they could easily scry on us. He's not like with they, us, so they can't know, scry but, on us. But if, I mean, just when they saw us come in a Tower of Wisdom, maybe someone's following us that way. Yeah, all the more reason to it, not send Yeah, exactly. Lance. I don't understand. You, you just made a case so casual about against this. it. I'm not. The I'm, Tower I'm agreeing Wisdom with you. has so many suspect people that have been through here. We have Mandorin, yeah. we have Aro, we have uh, the Ocean Binders in general who sent me to the Ethereal Plane. We but can't then, operate on the, the notion that they're totally trustworthy. But then do we do not nothing? No, we leave the building, then we send to Lance. And then come back. Okay. 
What if there's a parameter, parameter, perimeter, uh, scry? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, well, okay. I'm just worried that here's a I'm worried that right. someone has All had right. eyes on we us go this back, entire time. We right, go that's back what to I'm kind of thinking. But and we're, then we we're in their house. <laughs> you understand that? Tons of it. wizards are in here. Mm -hmm. My suggestion, okay, if we want to ensure that they're not directly monitoring us, I can go back. I can go back to Wolves Rest, and you guys can stay here, and then I can send for Lance. What? That's I. I don't. I feel like that's time is kind of of the essence, and we need to stick together and just do this now. I can say even one if it's word kind of risky, and literally teleport to Wolves Rest. But we want you here. My feeling is just that every time we decide to like step outside of a situation for a then purpose, something else we happens. get completely derailed and, and I want to free this dragon. That's oh, yeah. no. This is this is gonna open up no less than ten, no more than twenty more side quests. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and and we're gonna forget about like at least six different stones and three different scrolls <laughs> that we compile <laughs> along the way. Uh, our inventory is a mess. <laughs> we absolutely need to free the dragon. Yeah. So let's I'm just, on board for that. Yeah, let's just try it. Or do you want me to just do sending in the hall? I absolutely do not want you to do sending in the hall. That is why I said no. that, and that I feel even stronger about that now. <laughs> after having this conversation, and no one else but Willem seems to care. I'm just going to do sending in the hall. No, I'm do not, with do you. not let, do I'm not let stop him. But I feel like if we leave the building, we're going to have someone out there like, hey, what are you doing? And then that's a whole other thing. I I'm mean, most say, likely. I'm going to say belled, and then I'm going to disappear. Then do it. <laughs> no, he I'm just saying, saying that's yeah. that's what I literally just did. So Tomar <laughs> disappears. As I'm saying, then do it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So uh, we'll get to you in a moment, Tomar. Uh, what are the rest of you guys going to do since he just disappeared? Um, Is there any other doors in the hallway? Nope. It's a straight shot. Huh. Delane's room, this chamber, hallway connecting. Okay, so I'm, are the rest of us still in the chamber? Did we technically leave? You guys yeah, all went back into the Ocean Binder study. Okay. Do we want to go back in and like read some of the things that uh, what's tree guy's name again? Ura. What? Ura. Ura. Do we want to read some of the things that Ura's been reading? I want to read. Oh, I'm gonna go back in and read some of those things while I we would, wait. I would like to ask him some questions. If yeah, if he's there with the Rune Master, I think that could be so particularly much. helpful because we're still missing. Well, now we're missing all of our runes. Right. And we're just really in the dark. We need some information. So let's go get information. Let's do it. I'll accompany you two, but do not, uh, don't indicate that I'm there. Okay. I'm going to stay invisible. That's right. You're so, so sneaky, Willem. Okay, let's go. So you <laughs> three, uh, two of you visibly, uh, re-enter the chamber. Singing just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> And we're doing uh, dance. You and I. <laughs> where where Ura is uh, is kind of still standing there waiting. Very and as you 
re-enter the room, you see like a pleasant smile across their face. Um, And Uro looks at you too. Welcome back. Thanks. So we're kind of in a waiting space right now, but we are in an extreme lack of information at the moment. And we'd love to just kind of pick your brain and... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Learn some things to help us not be so in the dark. Ura, Ura nods. Yes, yes, it's been so long since I've had someone to talk to, since the last enclave. So please, ask me whatever it is that you wish. The last oh, enclave? Yes. There are... Oh. <laughs> Wait, I, I guess I... I don't know much about runes, obviously. So, what... Who was the last enclave? I... Uh, I don't remember their names specifically, but they were a group of adventurers that, uh, that would have been, I think, probably 500 years ago, maybe. Were they nice? They were, uh, they, they weren't evil, but they weren't exactly nice. They were very rough. They demanded answers. Uh, they did not stay long. They just wanted to know information about where they could find other runes. Were they Were they the bloody, bloody brawlers? Uh, per- perhaps, the, perhaps they were. Oh. Okay. Was there a turtle guy? I do not remember a turtle guy. Oh my god, Pinwin, they're called turtles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what can sorry, I help turtles. you with? Um, what would you like to know? In this specific knowledge, I am quite trained. You know, can you just can you just tell us information that you think is most important about runes? All of the information is important. I, I would know. need you to uh, help me zero in on what you would like to know. So you probably are aware we have runes that we are trying to locate ourselves. That is the. Nature of the Enclave Rune. But it's becoming increasingly difficult to find them, and it feels like a lot of dead ends. But it also feels like we're in a rush, so it's it's a stressful situation. I understand. Follow me. And Ura turns and starts, like, slowly walking away and goes to a different door... Then they had emerged from and goes to one on the left, uh, like a kind of a faded blue door and uh, opens it up and slips inside. You guys want to follow? Yeah. Yeah. So side question <laughs> as we're walking. Who feeds you while you're down here? Do you go out and get your own groceries in the city do you or eat? do you? I, I eat, but I do not have the ability to. Well, I suppose I could leave if I. Wanted to, but then don't want to leave your dragon. Uh, my master would die. Yeah, I must stay in this chamber. He would die. Oh, yes. He. The only way he can uh, remain alive is to feed off of the energy that I provide for him, so that he does not fade away. Well, who's filling up your tank? I have a variety of uh, of different plants that I have been consuming. Oh, what's your favorite? Uh, Someone just asked me that recently. <laughs> I like I like this plant that uh, it's kind of fun. It shoots out little fruits, <gasps> and uh, it is quite tasty. If if fruit fruit, 
I suppose so, yes. <gasps> oh, I love that's my favorite. You and I are wow. the same. <gasps> I know. Don't hug. No, no hug still. Okay. <laughs> so you guys enter this chamber and it's a like a circular chamber completely empty except for a floating grayish rock in the center that kind of moves up and down and like is slowly turning and uh, Ura looks at you two and steps forward and holds up their finger and like looks over their shoulder at you and says I will show you the location of your runes if you would like. Wow. And then magic kind of springs forward from uh, their fingertip, Ooh. and you watch as you watch as <laughs> this rock starts like like changing, and then flattens out, and then slowly like as if someone is instantly carving into it with like a chisel. Like you see the uh, country of Vildalin start to appear, and then mountains and stuff like that. And you're looking at a map of Vildalin. Tomar, <clears throat> you arrive at the temple in Wolf's Rest. Mm. I breathe in home a little bit. Like, uh, I quickly take a dump because I've been holding it for days. <laughs> and I peek out the door and I... The, e the entrance to the temple, and then I look around and I see if anything's weird or different or changed at all. Um, like a there is a little bit of a difference. Um, there's there seems to be less people than normal in the main vicinity, but you can see that there are a lot of people on the like the ramparts on the 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 uh, walls looking outside of the city, and they all seem to be looking at something specific. Do they look concerned? Uh, there's some people who look concerned. Some people look impressed. Some people look, <laughs> um, frightened. Okay. Well, shit. Um, I'm definitely gonna, I'm gonna sigh in frustration and I'm gonna fly up to and try and see, uh, someone I'm familiar with. Oh, okay. You can, uh, you can see that somebody Cur important. Curdu River Trapper is up. And he's speaking with some of the guards, and he's looking out, and he sees you approach. Ah, oh, Tomar, welcome back. Where are the others? Don't worry about that now. What's going on? Oh, uh, well, I see you're probably uh, confused. Yes, uh, look out there, and he points over the walls. And if you'll recall, um, back when this arc started, the group of people outside of this city had grown considerably. People wanting to, like, become part of the cause. Now, that number has at least doubled, if not tripled. The entire valley, the stretch from Wolf's Rest all the way as far as you can see at this point, is filled with tents and people and, like, little temporary housing and just this huge amount of of uh, of people that are gathered there, you can see flags from different uh, like different banners and stuff like that. And the, there's like paths that have been kind of moved through enough that they've become their own little roads as well. And this in in the time that you guys have been gone, which hasn't been that long, more people have arrived. A lot more people. 
I turn back to Kurdu. Have you parlayed with them at all? Uh, no, we were uh, w- waiting for all of you uh, the last time uh, when we presented it. Of course, you weren't keen on on uh, allowing anyone in or or really interacting much with them. But as you can see, the force has grown considerably. Hmm. Um. Would you like me to parlay? Uh, send out a messenger. Um, request that the leaders of their groups come together and then bring them them to a secure location in town. And we will discuss with them when we come back. But uh, don't treat them with hostility. Make them feel comfortable, but let them know that we're being cautious and we want to um, we want to make sure nothing is shady going on. You can even take them to the temple if you want, because there's some protections there that I've placed. Um, but have guards posted. Don't just don't don't bind them up or anything. Just find out who the leaders are, and we will be back shortly to deal with that. Do you have a preference of who you would like me to send out to gather them? Make Nugget do it. Really? <laughs> okay. I just like Nugget. If something bad happens, then it'll only happen to Nugget. So, <laughs> but don't um, you want someone that's like really? You're not friendly. here, Pinwin. Oh no! <laughs> but I have other business to attend to. We're all okay. Uh, we're that is good to hear. We're working very diligently trying to get this situated. Uh, any other news in town that I need to know about? No, as of late, we've just been waiting for your return and trying to figure out... Oh, actually, there is one thing. Not far from here, over, I believe, in Earth Valley, uh, a... You mean Heart Valley? Heart Valley. Damn it, every single time. I'm going to rename that fucking place. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You already did. (laughs) Over in Heart Valley, uh, it appears that there's another group that have come in they don't seem uh, to have ill intent, but as you'd cleared out the the village of really anything, uh, it looks like a, a group has started to move in, and they seem peaceable. They sent a salutation by way of what appears to be some sort of monetary amount. We haven't counted it, uh, but it is. They did send a bag full of coin. Uh, it's almost as if they believe that this is their their, their land-owning taxation spot. Oh well, they can they can screw off. Uh, put that money somewhere separately, not with our other money. There's weird dark juju going on in Heart Valley, and I don't really want to taint what we have. Uh, keep it in lock under lock and key for the time being, and we will deal with Heart Valley when we get to it. All right, all right, absolutely. Is there anything else you need from me? Try and find out where Rory is. He helped me work on some things, and I haven't seen him in months, so I don't know I where he do went. So. Um, I will ask around in Gnome Town. Okay. Uh, be careful there, too, because they, they can be a wily bunch. Oh, I have spent a few nights of my own gambling and drinking with them. I'm, I, 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 I think that I'll be fine. Also... For our other allies that are out out of Wolves Rest, 
send birds to them, telling them we're planning on having a big feast. And to, if they can, make arrangements to travel here as soon as they can. It's a traitor hunt! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can do that as well. I will... Uh, I, I, uh, yes, I know the I know the caravan lines well enough that I I think that I could make sure they get there quickly, the fastest route by bird. Great, thank you. Absolutely, Tomar. Be careful. Will do. And I fly back down to the temple. I feel like it's Dumbledore's okay. army. All right, we're gonna switch back to the others in uh, the Tower of Wisdom there and in that chamber. So the the map forms and. Um, Ura looks back at you two. What would you, which runes would you like to locate? Oh, can we see all of them? Wait, do we see like four locations? Uh, there's nothing on the map other oh, than the like, terrain features. And there stuff. was also a list of runes that it could have been, remember? Like we had to roll for it to get the four ones that we got. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, I didn't know if it was going to be like, I imagined it like four locations popped up on that map. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know? Okay, so we kind of, in uh, long story <laughs> short, time travel. We lost a rune. Do you know? <laughs> Can you show us? Is he? Is he alive? Where, where would he be if he's alive? Uh, you you will have to specify which rune it is. It's our shadow rune. The oh, shade, shade. yeah. And then Ura lifts up their hand, and their hand starts glowing like this blue energy, and you watch as the map sort of starts to absorb this blue energy. Show me the shade rune. And the map, like, kind of expands a little bit, and the blue light lights up in the area that appears to be Deepminster. Huh. It appears that the shade rune is in the city of Deepminster, where we are currently. It, That's convenient. It cannot zoom in any more than that. Oh. I apologize. But it appears to be somewhere nearby. That's huh. extremely helpful. That is. Thank you. Before moving on, I just, I know you mentioned that you were a, a little offended by uh, the last enclave coming through mm-hmm. and demanding to see these locations. So is there something we can do for you? Is Well... How can we help you a little bit more? Buttering him up. Bad idea. Well, Bad I idea. don't know that I require anything, but you seemed interested in the door. If you could find some way of helping my master, I would appreciate that. That's all that I ask. I do not require any gifts or rewards for helping you. It is my role in part of rune lore to provide as much information as possible to the Enclave Ruin. Well, and it's our... It's on us to help you. I think that's only fair. Well, <clears throat> whatever the Enclave decides is fine. But I am just happy to have the conversation. Mm, me too. Well, this is extremely helpful. Now, that is a rune we've actually... We actually know what the rune is, so it's good to know where it went Mm -hmm. but the others we have not we haven't found out what they are if you tell me the ruins I can search and if they are on this plane I will be able to show them to you 
Okay. Okay. Um, so one of them is, should we tell him this? Is this too much information? I don't know. How do we, how are we going to get information if we don't say That's it? true. Sometimes That's you just hard. have to roll those dice. I and then know. One, one second. <laughs> Willem, are you doing anything other than just kind of like hanging out and watching or? No. So I, I was like, if, if <laughs> I was just kind of waiting to see if anybody needed a reminder on what the runes were. Oh, oh no, um, I have them. Okay. I do too. And so if, if if not, I'm I'm good. I'm still just hanging back, but I was ready to be like the battle mines room. <laughs> <laughs> the homeward room. <laughs> uh so go ahead. So <laughs> one that we have been trying to find is the namesake rune. The namesake rune. And then the the hand goes up again, lights up blue. This Enclave's namesake rune. And the map expands <laughs> and it lights up near Ravenmoor in the forest surrounding Ravenmoor. Hmm. It appears to be somewhere near there. Who do we know that's there, Gorbel? I don't I don't know. In the forest? In the it appears to be the forest. Interesting. Now can can you give us a little bit more insight on how these work? Could it be, does it have to be a, a creature or a person or a being? Or or can these be an item or an inanimate mm-hmm. object? That is, that is an interesting question. It is almost always some sort of sentient creature of some kind, though what defines sentience may differ. It doesn't have to necessarily be organic, but it could be a magically produced creature, perhaps. I have seen s- such a thing. Wow. But that is typically, wow. it is uh, a, a living creature. Typically, not always. Hmm. In this case, I cannot tell from that. But if I were to interact with a rune in <gasps> person... I could. What? What you happened? Your gasps. What happened? I I have a I have a, a hunch. <gasps> What's your hunch? Is this an in-person in the, hunch? Or in is, character? I mean. No. Oh. Okay. What's your? I'll hunch? I'll save it, or I'll do it oh. now since I'm already on this roll. <gasps> what if the namesake rune is our namesake and it's the the iridescent or luminescent wolf? <gasps> oh my. Gosh, that'd be so cool. In the expanse. Gorba! <laughs> and we're jumping up and down <laughs> again. That's our episode. I share this look with Pinwin that's like, <laughs> and I <laughs> return the look. You look ecstatic. We might be. It's a hunch. It's a fun hunch, though. Well, oftentimes, hunches can lead us to the correct instance, especially when it comes with runes. Hunches can lead you you to bunches of information. (laughs) Hunches and bunches. Yes. But I do have bunches of hunches. (laughs) All right. Well, that was incredibly helpful. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad. We are also looking for the battle mines rune. Mm -hmm. Hand goes up. Battle mines rune. And <laughs> you guys, battle mines rune. <laughs> uh, you guys see that the map lights up at Wolves Rest. 
Mm. Is that Fenric? Fenic? Fenix and Ravenmore. I mean Moonreach. Sorry. Yeah. Ah, oh, who's in Wolves? Is it Durant? We haven't even seen Durant, have we? That'd be so dumb. I've been like, let's go see Durant, and then he just yeah, doesn't that- show up, and then he's just a rune. That would be, be especially crazy because he's been terrible at combat this entire time. Maybe Tactician he's been training Kurdu? this whole time with his snakes. Kurdu? Tacticians, Kurdu? he might Maybe. not be super good at combat. Kurdu? Is it Kurdu? Kurdu? Could it be Kurdu? He would have oh, lit man. up to him, you'd think, if it was Kurdu. We just don't know. I know. We well, don't. I mean, you guys have met Mira Luck before. And he didn't light up then. That was pre-knowing about the runes, though. I don't know. Okay, well, is that a rule? <laughs> no punches are coming up for this one, but but this is a good start. This is a good start. Okay, okay and then the we have one more that we're looking for. Is four the normal number? It depends on what the size of the group. Does each person have a? I don't understand. It's not a exact science. Occasionally, it will just be one or many, or as you are seeing now, four. But when I say size of the group, I don't mean your group. I mean the group that is in opposition to what your cause is. These are fated runes, so the larger the threat that is faced, the more help it is deemed required. Wow. You are a wealth of knowledge. You are. Where did Justin, root? <sighs> in this knowledge, I am wealthy. However, there are many things I do not know. Can't cook a burrito spent... to save my life. <laughs> I will do it, it for really you. Bad. I owe you every burrito. <laughs> like, you got a place to stay if you come over to my to my house. <laughs> who makes who makes the runes? Where did they come from? They have been here since the beginning. It is believed that they were here before anything else. Wow. Before even the gods. There is no name to their creator, but even the gods, when they walked along the material plane, they knew of the existence of the runes. Gorbel, does that make you feel like really like, wow, like yeah, <laughs> so wow. All right, now our our last one, number four, is the homeward rune. The homeward rune, and hand goes up, light flashes, and you guys see an area uh, to the northwest of Deepminster, uh, kind of. Getting close to the uh, the blood forest, but kind of in a, a plain area. Uh, none of you are familiar with this area. Hmm. You know that there's like a bunch of small villages it's and stuff. It's sheep hair. <laughs> it's sheep hair, guys. Is it? I swear. Is it right by there? I thought he said we're unfamiliar with it. I'm not there. I know. We've never been. Oh. So yeah, this this area is unfamiliar to you guys. Like, um, Pinwin, you briefly stopped in Applewood uh, mm-hmm. on your way back from visiting your dying father, but 
Uh, it's it's still like a little bit further west than Applewood. Huh. And you don't remember any other villages that you passed through there. Do we know where Zyko is? Out of character. Or just Tomar? Uh, you guys, Tomar had mentioned that he had left and met his, his village, but you don't know where his village is. Okay. Because so. huh. it's tiny, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But you wouldn't even know the location because he didn't share that and okay. really... He was. It was kind of like not prevalent information. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. I don't recognize this. I don't either. Who would that be? Could could a rune be something that we've never encountered before? It could be. Hmm. Huh. But in the case of the homeward rune, it is unlikely, as it is a linchpin rune. It is typified by something close to the enclave that it, a trustworthy source. Wow. Now how we rolled for these runes. That is usually the way of it. So how are those? Those aren't determined by chance, are they? They are. There are many runes. So, well, Those is it- are the ones you must understand that even chance it has is an arm of fate. Ooh. <laughs> that was deep. That was deep. It is just the understanding that I have. You've got big understanding for such a low. <laughs> got little big thing. understanding energy. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's so This awesome. is like the most forthright person we have met. <laughs> and oh. it's mega cute. Like <laughs> I now I get the hugging thing. I want right? to do it too. See, it's Okay. Oh my goodness. Um. Wow. What other questions do we have? There's so many. Um. Yes. The we must conserve the energy of the stone. So. Oh, if we okay. discuss further, we we should leave this room. Okay. Thank you, stone. <laughs> and it turns back into a stone. Thank you. Like a big Ura. rock plinth. Ura. Thank you so much. Is there anything else I can help you with? Your what? friend is gone. One of the members of your enclave. I assume to seek out something. I will not ask. It does not concern me. But are you planning to wait here for him? Yeah. Okay. And now we're going to switch back to Tomar. <laughs> so knowing how uh, Lance is uh, kind of arrogant... Probably prone to flattery. Uh, I'm going to kneel down on the floor of the temple. I'm going to place the hammer down. I'm going to cast Sending. And I'm going to say, Lance, it's Tomar. We greatly need your aid. There's a door that requires your brilliant expertise. If you're not busy, meet me in Wolf's Rest. And that's exactly 25 words, so... You're just gonna okay. wait and with it with an influential influential uh, message like that. I will allow you to roll persuasion if you would like. Ooh, Ooh that's not good. <laughs> give him the stick. Don't give him the stick. Wait, did you get some kind of bonus to persuasion? Oh, I, I did. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. Good. It's not as bad as it would have been. <laughs> It's a plus four instead of oh, a plus three. That's terrible. 
And I slap myself with guidance. Nice. 25. All right. 25. All right. And you wait for a moment. Well, describe then, how the fucking the cool flames come out of the hammer and spread right, out. Right. <laughs> so the flames, they like basically jettison out of the hammer, a big, huge, like bonfire sized flame and then slams into the ground. And you watch as like almost bolts of electricity just flow out of the temple and far away. And then a moment later, you hear a toneless message that says, I will be there as soon as I can. Glad to see you finally trust that I am the greatest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess while I wait for him to come back to Wool's Rest, I'm going to wander around and check on some things. Find that! Rude. Yeah. I don't know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about it. Character. Wander in a good direction. All right. So you wander around. um, I'll head to the manor. Okay. He's going to cottywomple. (laughs) So you head to the manor. Yeah. uh, And what are you going to do there? Uh, I'll check on Let first. See what he's doing. All right. Well, you find Let in his usual spot. Uh, a little bit frustrated, especially now that his brother is down there with him, uh, and the two of them are working on alchemical solutions. Uh, alchemical, I think, would be the right right term. Alchemical solutions. Uh, and like they've got their their uh lab has expanded, uh, not in size, just in the amount of things they have in there. They've got an entire neatly placed row of ver of uh of like potions and tinctures sorted by size and color. So uh, on the first row, you can see like a vibrant, like rainbow color spectrum that goes from smallest to largest and, you know, filled with the, con- the containing amounts. And then there's another row of like based on color and size. And then it, yeah, it's just like goes through a hue. And then if you look all the way through it, it's yeah, like this big rainbow spectrum. And then you've got, you, you see over on the left-hand side, there's, like, set all the tables that were in there that were kind of just, like, haphazard have been, like, neatly pushed up against the walls and different instruments um, and, like, uh, uh, like bowls and, and vials and, like, a lot, of, a lot of things that look like they belong in, like, a gnome's shop are kind of, like, neatly put in their place all over. It seems like uh, Louis' influence has made this place a much more navigatable uh, like lab, and th- but they are mm-hmm. arguing as you walk down the stairs. Go, mm-hmm. oh, oh, Louis, why, why do you always do this to me? Uh, just, just let me try this. But you are not good at it. Why would I let you try? <laughs> let me try. Let me try. And you watch as Let starts slowly pouring a little tiny vial into a cup and. It explodes, and he's got <laughs> all of a sudden his his uh, dwarven features have been marred by the, his hair is now standing straight up, and it's purple, <laughs> and he's got like a big like gross welt kind of like undulating on his forehead, and uh, Louis just starts laughing. <laughs> you stupid! <laughs> Careful, you're gonna ruin that beard. And uh, let like turns around. Oh. Thomas, uh, thank you for uh, 
seeing me at my worst. Uh, what can I help you with? Are you here to chop my brother's head off because he is an asshole? Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> how has he been an asshole? Well, he's always looking over my shoulder, trying to tell me how to do this, as if I haven't been doing this for the past couple of years for you all. I am in charge of this lab. I am his manager. He does not seem to understand that. You're not my manager, Let You are little man. I am big man. <laughs> you cannot tell me what to do. I am in charge. I don't care who's in charge. I didn't set up this lab, but... <laughs> I mean, this is Gorbel's thing, so... Whoever she says is in charge is in charge. Listen to her. Um, it looks ha! like you've... That is me, Louis. Why don't you go upstairs and boil water and then pour it over yourself, you stupid, stupid man. At least I am a man and not a dwarf. Both you can shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you've expanded in here, and that's admirable. Uh, congratulations. Hopefully everything... That was me. It was not the little one. He is too stupid to be organized. How did you guys function at all as a business back in Rothia <laughs> if you're always at each other's throats? Well, he mostly did the actual creation and I did all the selling. It was our, we used our two strengths, but since I am not selling, I need to have a hand in it and I've become a little bit uh, better at it I would say there are some things that I've actually mastered since uh, since beginning to learn well if there isn't if there's something else you would like to do like if you enjoy doing potions by all means continue doing potions but if you think you might find value doing something else in town then by all means um, start doing that because we can't have you blowing up things. It's too dangerous. It is part of the process, Tomar. I appreciate your concern for my personal safety. I'm not concerned um, about your personal safety. I'm concerned about everyone in the town. <laughs> so let's not blow up other things while we're at it, shall we? Now, uh, is there you anything... See me at one time where something <laughs> blows up and uh, a million times where nothing has blown well, up, I guess. A hundred percent of the times that have come down here something has exploded. That's too many times. Well, you don't come down very often. Exactly. I'm always, uh, yes. I'm, maybe your bad vibes are washing over this place and <laughs> causing my concentration to break. Have you ever thought about that? Well, I maybe don't... being trapped in the body of this dwarf has made my fingers slightly less versatile and now I cannot do as well, especially knowing that another dwarf is coming down the stairs, sneaking up behind Silence! me. Dwarf and... <laughs> I did not come down here to bicker with you. I wanted to check in. I wanted to see how you were doing. You're doing good. Is there anything that special you've been working on that we can use for the enemy or to help us uh, with these potions? I see a bunch of different things that I've never seen before on these shelves, so... Louis kind of chuckles. <laughs> I may have made some things that you could use. <laughs> But it's going to cost you. And let like look like his eyes go wide and he like looks over at Louis like you fucking idiot. But he just like <laughs> smiles very confidently. We can make arrangements for payment soon. Um, then I will make arrangements to provide when I have received payment. Uh you we're not paying for anything we don't know what we're getting. So 
You're gonna have to tell me what these things are. Well, I have made several powerful tinctures that could aid you. I've got a tincture of thorn body. It will give you great resistance in combat. I have made a large vat of acidic potion. If you put things in it, they will die or dissolve. <laughs> so acid. <laughs> that is a good catchy name for it. <laughs> I was going to call it the stuff that makes let move rather than blood because he is some sort of weird impish creature now and is obviously a monster. Well, here's an but idea. But yours is a bit better. Here's an idea. Let, you're pretty good with words. How about you name these potions so they don't sound like shit like that was? That is what I've been trying to do, but Louis thinks that he's so much smarter than me because he made them, and he believes that since he made them, he can name them, and my names are much better, more to the point. Yeah. What would you call that? A goopy glop. That's definitely catchier than what he just said. I mean, it's not good, but it's better. (laughs) (laughs) But... Okay, yeah, none of this is blowing my skirt up yet. Yeah, what else do you have? Uh, well, I have been working on a potion, and he pulls out this tiny little vial, and he uncorks it, and he smells it, Ugh. and he recorks it, and you can, there's this, like, even though it he's a few feet away from you, the minute he uncorked it, it was like this awful, awful smell that escaped, Tomar, and it almost, like, churned your stomach. Hmm. And he goes, I will not even charge you for this. Yeah, that sounds... I mean, that doesn't sound like anything, but that... That had something going on in there. That sound smelled interesting. What did you put in that? Ah, uh, well, I put a... About a, You know the, 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 the gloop that we made? I dissolved several uh, corpses of uh, farm animals in it. And uh, it's removed <laughs> their remains. Um, I also found a few stink blossoms, and I put those in it. And uh, I also, you know, uh, took a little bit of Louis' breath, and I put it in it. <laughs> I am just kidding. Uh, but no, this is a stink potion. It will, if you smell it, if you get it on you, you will not be able to stop retching and puking for days. Wow. Mm, so it's like Gorbel's... Um I actually <laughs> named it in uh, in honor of Gobo. I call it the adorable. Gross. Okay. <laughs> well, this could be very useful. Um, no charge, because that is how I operate. And Louis looks at him. Yes, you operate very stupidly, and you'll never make. I'm already heading out. The <laughs> <laughs> exit. And you hear them like turn to. Uh, row the end to continue arguing. And then you hear like a crash and <laughs> what sounds like punching. <laughs> Alright, then I'm gonna make a beeline for Hazel's house. They remind me of Muppets. <laughs> and we're gonna switch back to the others real quick. Alright, so you guys are back in the chamber and uh, uh, Ura is kind of leading you along and 
Uh, then Uruk steps forward and looks to be examining uh, Yarfrey, and then you watch as magical energy kind of flows out of Ura and penetrates the the uh, the dome and wraps around Yarfrey and then disappears. Sorry, I had to uh, give my master some energy. No need for apologies. Yeah, that's so sad. If you are able to to get this dome dropped, what would you do with Yarfrey? Where would you guys go? Would you stay here? No, we would leave. As long as as long as we are here, the Asimar cannot return. But if he leaves, the Asimar can return. Asimar. What an Asimar. <laughs> it is a, a a race that has been trapped for a long time. Hmm. Do I know anything about the Asimar? Uh, yeah, all of you guys can roll history. Okay. You'll be happy. You'll be happy. Reliable talent. Nineteen. Twenty-one. Eighteen. Okay, uh, so, uh, Willem, you faintly, faintly, faintly recall, uh, reading a book at one point that mentioned, that, that mentioned, uh, this race of essentially what appeared to be humans, but they also had wings. And they existed at one point a long time ago, and then all of a sudden disappeared roughly around the time of uh, Vildalin's conquest. And you also remember, all of you, the the most principal amount, or the most principal standout thing about Azimar is that you remember in the memory mansion that you guys visited, they were dis- they briefly discussed the Azimar, and but it was kind of like kind of like a half thing. So they've been gone for a long time, but you guys don't know a ton about them. You two don't remember anything except the conversation in the ma- in the mansion. But Willem, you do recall like this little bit of extra information. Huh. So what's their deal? Are they? Do we not want them to come back? I would say that. It would be good if they came back. How? What makes it good? They were a race that was taken from this plane and trapped and cannot return. And they, I mean, yeah, it's good to liberate people. That is the thing. Continue, sorry. But the Asimar are... They, they have a connection with the Fae, much like my people do. And in fact, there were times when we would be in communication. They were here in this country, communicating with our people in our territory. And we had a good line of communication. But now, their communication end has been silenced and has been for a long time. Hmm. Huh. But as long as Yarfrey is sealed here, there is no way for the Asimar to come back. Okay, huh. Well, we're going to make sure that 
we get Yarfred over here, and then we get the Asimar back. I mean, we're going to try our best. We're going to do it. Right? Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Willem nods invisibly. <laughs> you can uh, follow me if you would like. I have something to show you. And okay. Ura starts walking towards the alcove room that you saw with all the objects in there. And as you guys enter, you can see that there's, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff, but there's a large chest against the back wall. Oh, man. <laughs> and Ura turns and says, this chest carries some magical artifacts, <gasps> but it cannot be opened if Yarfrey is sealed. So oh. once that happens, you can have whatever is inside. Wow. Okay. You are just... Amazing Full of treasures. In yeah. fact, you can have this entire chamber because I tire of it. It's been too long, and I will not need it anymore once we leave. What are you? Where are you gonna go? Yeah, what Back are you to gonna? My village. What's the first thing you're gonna do? What do you miss the most? Gonna go to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> I miss, I miss my old village. I I miss seeing the waterfalls and the trees, and walking through the magically infused forest that surrounds my my people's village I will also miss I miss alcohol oh. I did enjoy it do we have do alcohol you? yeah I do mean you want some now yeah you have alcohol with you yeah what 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 kind of alcohol do you have well it's 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 homemade by my friend. Well, all of our alcohol is homemade. And it's strong. That is better. All so, right. like, based on your size, <laughs> you, you probably should, dies. like, really go with the other. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if we're responsible for, like, his relapse? I would like yeah, to try this out. He immediately goes on a bender. Didn't we at one point bottle whimsy or something? We're like, I don't think so. I thought we took some kind of good drink with us, but I don't remember. Gorble has lot special. Yeah. Okay, I pull it out. But seriously, like, be very careful. Okay, what is it called? I don't know if we have a name for it. I just call it Let Special Alcohol. That's his name, my friend, Let. Let. Okay. Pops the, the cork on it and... Oh, oh, oh. Just try a little. Pops the cork back in. Oh. Uh, or his eyes close. That is... That is good. I like that a lot. (laughs) And Ura starts hiccuping. That is really, really good. It's strong. This special I really enjoy. Did Can I have a little more? Maybe let that one sit for a sec. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, the room it, it sneaks up. Eaten. Yeah, it sneaks up on you. Did they? Uh, did you share what where your village is? Yes, I. As I mentioned, it is near where Stoystrom and Zugo meet. That's right. And, uh, it is. It is a yeah. hidden Boop. village. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
something. Sometimes it works. Ura holds their breath and then... I have processed the alcohol. Wow. It was delicious. Allow me to give you a a gift for (gasps) your gift. And Ura lifts a finger up to you, Gorbel, and a little light kind of floats towards you and kind of goes into your chest. What is it? What's that? I gave you a magical mark. What is that? It was like a tattoo? Essentially, yes. (laughs) And if you look, you can see on your chest is like this weird symbol that has been kind of like tattooed on there. What does it do? For the next year, you will have the magical properties of this tattoo, and then it will fade. What are the magical properties? The magical property is you can choose how much you drink and whether or not you can get drunk or not drunk. Wow. (laughs) Gorbel. Whoa. Do you have that same power? I do. Wow. Every every member of our village gets a different symbol. A blessing, if you will, put on them. And each of us has a different ability. He's <laughs> is getting crunk. <laughs> that is one of mine. Man. What's a hell of a way to cut calories. I can't... Wow. Wow. I mean, I don't really understand what how that serves you beyond like a party trick, but that's really cool. That it is will really save cool. it will save the alcohol in the seal and you can release it whenever you like if you choose not to get drunk. Mm. You can also make others drunk. Oh. I can make others drunk? Correct. Whoa. Oh. Now we're talking. <laughs> how do I do that? You essentially bless them with inebriation. Wow. Is it like a transference thing? Like she drinks and passes the drunkenness onto somebody else? Essentially. That's fun. That's rad. Would it we be a some spell? serious coin? Right. Would it be a spell also, or just like It's essentially a spell, but it's almost like a cantrip. Okay, cool. An ability. Nice. There there's no limit to it or anything. Oh, that's amazing. Also out of character uh, can you say where his village is on what border again? Uh, out of character? Yeah. Yeah, Starstrom and Zugo. Somewhere, it's implied that they're, it's right there somewhere. Hidden. Are you sure? That's what he said. They don't share a border. That's what he said. Mmm. <gasps> no, is his village destroyed? Or is it magical? He's kind of fey, so that probably... Okay, uh... I'm going to ask Ura, how close is your village to Ikrikta? And uh, Ura doesn't even seem surprised, just looks exactly where you are. It's nice to know that you're not afraid of speaking up now. I knew he knew you were there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I figured as much too, but I'd I'd see how long I could write it out for. Uh, Ikrikta is a little ways away, but not far. Hmm. Exactly what part of this border is your village on? I suspect that you have knowledge of geography 
and that why is why you are asking this question, because you may notice that there is no shared border between Zugo and Staristrom. Not on any map. You assume correctly. It is an area that is not on the map because only we can access it. Oh, you're kind of like Dreg. Do you know Dreg? No. Oh. He owes me I think, money. I think you think Dreg. <laughs> you know yeah, Dreg. Ask- <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Tell me where he is. <laughs> they all know each other. Come on. Um. Okay, so is it like a a magical pocket border it, that they share? Or is it in the ocean? It's hard to describe. It exists, but if you were to look, you would see only ocean. If the maps track it, it looks as though it's only ocean. Is there an invisible landmass that connects Starstrom and Are you asking Zugo? that in character? Yeah. Invisible is a good word for it. It's Themyscira. Sorry, does no one know what that is? No, what are you... You're not there Sorry, also. it's... It's Wonder it's Woman's what? island. Oh. oh yeah. Cool. Nerd. <laughs> We're playing D&D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're the biggest nerd. <laughs> That's why it's so funny. King nerd. Well, that's interesting. That's that's a very interesting uh concept? Idea? Potato? Potato? Potato. It's a very interesting potato. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it has many it has many an eye. <laughs> is there anything else that I can enter for you? I am an open book, as they say. Do you have any family? I have many brothers and sisters, and uncles and aunts, nephews and nieces. Wait, brothers and sisters? Are this is a an extremely personal question, but I feel like we might be on this level now. You just tattooed me. Um, are you? <laughs> what What's your gender? I currently do not have one. How does that work? We choose what we would like to be when we get to a certain age. All of us are born androgynous, and <laughs> and then we can choose any route that we wish as we age. That's amazing. I have chosen You're to so remain without. Cool. You can choose that? <laughs> yes. And then are there other options, or are there just two other options besides that? There are many combinations. It is a very... Very uh, fluid concept, I suppose. But if one desires procreation, they can choose that path. But once you choose, you are locked in that to your next advancement. Your next advancement? What's that? You're... You have to pay a certain amount of money to become <laughs> a higher, in the higher echelon of the church. Uh, I'll, um, I'll explain it in this pamphlet if you give me a moment. It's more like karate. <laughs> With a black belt. You gotta get a dick belt. <laughs> so when are you making this race on D&D Beyond, Zeb? Uh, I can buy right next now. campaign. Hmm. <laughs> 2023, y'all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, where was I? Uh, yeah. So, it is it is a choice made by our people. And if, if once you get to the next advancement in your stage of development, you can choose to go another path or you can stay on the same path. How do you reach your next advancement? How long does that take? 
It takes different times for everyone. Much like a person who advances in their own personal development, so must we. Yeah, but we don't get cool stuff along the way. That is a... I I think it's a matter of perspective. Wow. So you never want to procreate? I have not felt the need, maybe perhaps at my next advancement. Another really personal question. I'm sorry, tell me if I'm overstepping, but how long do you guys live? I mean, you've been around for a long time. We typically see lives of between 2,000 and 4,000 years. Wow, wow. That's a big range. It is. Yeah, you got plenty of time for fucking. I feel like my like this whole episode, I'm just like knives from Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm glad that I could give you insight. Perhaps maybe you can visit my village at some <gasps> point. That's a possibility? If you would you I let us it, in? If oh. you help me, we will see that as a reward. Absolutely. For helping me. I will show you my village if you prefer. Have you ever been to Hot Springs? We have Hot Springs. <gasps> Even better. They have this said- sounds like at the end we get on the boat <laughs> and we say goodbye to Samwise and we just <laughs> sail to Ura's village. <laughs> they are fed by the waters of the waterfall from the lake above and they sit on a, 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 a heat line beneath the village and so there are varying temperatures naturally occurring. Well, there is some magic involved, but it is quite pleasant. Wow. I I cannot imagine this interaction going any better. <laughs> no, this like, is awesome. I'm <laughs> He's like, you want some money? And <laughs> I am You know, Ura, we just we don't meet people like you. Well, I imagine that I am the only one of me that you have met. Well, yeah, I I don't mean it like that. I mean, personality-wise, like, generosity-wise, you're... That's true. You're you're something. Mm Mm-hmm. A good something. Altruism is an important part of our culture. It helps no one to not aid when you have the ability to. Do you have a best friend? I have my family, and they are all my best friends. That's really sweet. God, that's wholesome. (laughs) (laughs) You know what what we do? I don't know if if you'd be comfortable with this, but Hamlet and I are really good friends, and sometimes he shows his friendship towards me by giving me like a really good braid in my hair. Oh, okay. Yeah, that too. Just braid his roots. Do mm-hmm. you want a braid? I would accept a braid. <gasps> and now we're going to switch back to Tomar. <laughs> At Tomar. the best part! <laughs> Tomar, you... You're back in the, uh, the wolf's rest, and suddenly you hear... <laughs> and a large black dragon descends into the city. On its back is Vocha and also Lance. Nice. And they land and everybody kind of gives him a wide berth and Vocha hops off of the off the dragon and he waves at you. How's it going, Tomar? 
Long time no see, buddy. Indeed, and he clasps you in the dwarven style with the forearms, and then he uh, he turns back and he lifts his he lifts his hands up for Lance, and Lance slowly slides out of the out of the uh, saddle on the back, and you see that as he drops, Vocha catches him and kind of holds him, and he and he looks back at you, Tomar, and he says. Uh, Sorry about this. Uh, Lance is feeling a little under the weather. And you look, and you can see that Lance no longer has any legs. Whoa. And that's where we're going to end for the night. Ooh. Whoa. Well, I mean, he doesn't need him. He's got wings. So. That's true. <laughs> well, not li- wings enough to fly off the dragon. Might be something worth noting as well. Mm-hmm. Damn, Lance. Who lanced your legs off? <laughs> 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 All Kill right. him! So tell <laughs> Put him out of his misery! <laughs> Blam! I- <laughs> <laughs> tell me why you guys deserve five points of boon. We got so much info. Mm-hmm. Well, that, was, that would be boon out Seth, then. <laughs> yeah. Good job, we Seth. We asked the question. That's true. For calling Ura out on his geographical That was uh, cool. Misconduct. I like yeah. that. Thanks um, for picking it up, because <laughs> I'm like, ah, maybe this is too subtle. They're too stupid to get nope. this. <laughs> I was, I was like, wait a minute. Uh, I, uh, I would suggest for um, thinking about how corrupt the wizards could be, and then deciding to do sending outside of uh, the Tower of Wisdom, and also checking in and making plans for Wolves Rest when I was there. Yeah, that's very nice. Very good. Even though you sent Nugget. God, that's perfect. Hopefully, they just cannibalize, <laughs> just tear them apart, limb from limb. Or uh, they, hi guys, I'm here to parlay. With, oh, ah! <laughs> or they think we're the worst people. They're like, this is the representative. <laughs> <laughs> Kill him! <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> it's just a stupid flashlight. Get him! Sorry, I got to do a Venture Brothers reference every episode. Mm-hmm. It's a quota. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, you guys can each have five points of booze. Whoa. Really? Really. Wow. Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> and it takes, what, 50 to get a, a boon now? Yeah, your next <sighs> boon. Wow. Okay. It's going to take right. me many, many times. Now it's time for tonight's MVPC. <gasps> <gasps> Most valuable player character. I want you to vote for the person who deserves an additional five points of boon. Now, for you listening at home, Willem is one, Tomar is two, Penwin is three, and Gorbel is four. And when I count to three, you'll raise the corresponding number of fingers to the person that you believe deserves that extra five points of boon. So take a moment, decide, and then I will count. Is everyone ready? Excellent phrasing. Thank you. I'm feeling very perspicacious today perspicacious <laughs> precipitous i'm ready all right perspicacity perspicacity character banana Chris angel chrysanthemum is that what you said banana boat oh i thought he said chrysanthemum all right one two three vote all right i can't see yours Lindsay. Uh, sorry, Pinwin. Okay, so we've got two votes for Gorble, one vote for Tomar, and one vote for Pinwin. Gorble, why'd you vote for Tomar? 
okay, so I I personally feel like uh, Ura is very forthcoming with information, so I feel like any of us who had stuck around and said something to him, he would have just like spilled the beans because he's amazing, or mm-hmm. they are amazing. Excuse me. Um, but Tomar actually had the ability and the idea to go back to Wolf's Rest, get Lance, whom we really need for this. So I think that's a really important task that he took on. Okay, very nice. Willem, why'd you vote for Pinwin? Uh, even though some of Pinwin's inclinations seem to prohibit or inhibit progression, <laughs> I can't help but appreciate Pinwin for being Pinwin and sticking with it Aww, uh, and acting mostly, most of the time as a foil to Willem's <laughs> distrusting nature. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I like that juxtaposition. Very nice. Uh, Tomar, why did you vote for Gorbel? I feel like she did most of the legwork asking the important questions that needed to be asked and getting the information that needed to be got. Um, So, yeah, it was probably between her and Pinwin because Pinwin was also asking a lot of questions. Um, But he did have that argument with me so <laughs> he can show and I'm a vengeful person <clears throat> and I really liked what uh, Willem came up with but he also was mostly quiet and invisible for the rest of the episode but that was, I was gonna a, s- that was a really good thing to note <laughs> yeah I'm actually gonna give uh, you a point of boon Willem uh, for for catching that and also for remaining completely silent and invisible despite the fact that it probably like most people probably wouldn't do that, but that is a very Willem thing to do. So you can have a point of an extra point of boon. Sweet. He's just Thank doing you. his taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Did those four months ago. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh, Pinwin, why'd you vote for Gorbel? Pretty much what Tomar said. Um, she, I think sometimes like, I just get so like, wow, and then I don't even like think of the good questions. So she did a good job of like being like, oh, yeah, we should know this. <laughs> so plus like that whole the fact that she had let's alcohol on her like worked out super great because now that'll be hugely. I don't know. We'll definitely use it. Like, I'll be <laughs> awesome. All right. Yeah, that's great. And that means tonight's MVPC is Gorbel Ice Tower. Whoa! Take those five points of boon and buy some alcohol that you don't have to get drunk on. Woo! Give it to someone else. Five points of booze. I'll take it from you. Hey! All right, that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, We really appreciate all uh, that you listeners do, and I know it can be a little bit more trying right now because of the great chocolate milk famine. However, we still appreciate it and we enjoy producing this content for you. So keep listening, keep downloading, keep checking out our social media. Thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. I'm going to thank you listeners again, but I'm also going to include saying check out our Patreon. 
consider would, making us warlocks. I would like to add something to that. I noticed recently, and I didn't know this was a feature, but you can see that there's people who just follow your Patreon without becoming supporters. I would like to encourage you folks to make the plunge because there are some really cool uh, tiers and rewards you can get from doing that. Yeah, try it out for a month. If you don't like it, I mean, then stop doing it. But I mean, you'll have access to stuff that other people don't. And you'll get access to episodes before anyone else does. Mm -hmm. So that is an important thing to uh, keep in mind. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. If you're on the fence, you know, take the plunge, as Tomar said, and, you know, just, you know, or dip your feet in the water just to see if you like it, because I promise uh, you'll be hard pressed to go back once you uh, once you see all the stuff that we're offering. So check it out. Uh, Consider making us warlocks. And uh, but above all, keep listening and keep, uh, you know, commenting and and. uh, if you really, really like what you hear, or even kind of like what you hear, consider leaving us a uh, review on iTunes. But that's it for tonight, folks. See you next week. I am your host and DM, Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Adios! Bodega! need to eat evil animals <laughs> that, prop, that were murderers in their <laughs> Ask life. Ask them before you kill them, hey, are but you But then banned? you absorb their bad energy. <gasps> Ooh. I, li- I really like the idea of him floating like you like you thought. <laughs> Just- well, I, thought I thought babies would have a certain level of like buoyancy, buoyancy yeah. but he seems like he would sink. Mm-hmm. Apparently, He's a dense baby. Holy fuck, I just found this out, though. Apparently, babies, like, if they're dropped in the water, they are buoyant because by instinct, they hold their breath, so then mm-hmm. they float. Yeah, we've... But isn't it pretty easy to teach, like, baby babies to swim, or at least, like, kind of yeah, do they, a swim? People they apparently do that naturally, now. They'll naturally, like, start paddling and stuff like that because Aww. they've spent... You know, countless Nature. months in the womb. That's oh, that's wild. I mean, they Shit. don't instantly know how to swim, but they do have people that teach babies how to swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but don't they, they pick it up really? Yeah, or, like <clears throat> pick I it up easily. Could. You don't have to like verbally explain it to a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can the just kind of show it wrong. I recently started having to go back to work physically. And uh, I had to start putting on shoes again. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this sucks ass, How does man. this even work? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, well there was a shoes. problem with my, my shoes in that the left one always comes untied. Uh, and then I have to go and then I have to tie it. Like, every time I go to the bathroom, I go tie my shoe, too. Upgrade the Velcro. It's uh, upgrade. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Staple. I think you're, uh, yeah, I think we're... Uh, <laughs> Pointing in the wrong direction for that group. Um, I've honestly, uh, since last year, I've just gone full no laces. I didn't yeah. think that I would like it because I was like, 
what the air the ergonomics of that don't make sense like what I'm if just you gotta kick be someone walking then out your of my shoe's sh- gonna fly off but no, they're snug you get the kind that hugs the whole foot they're snug like it it works i i honestly thought that i was going to be walking around just constantly walking out of my shoes but yeah. not the case and you're they're talking about amazing. shoes with strings but you've removed the strings not slippies no no, no, no. Like shoes that do not have laces. Oh, uh, design. Designed okay. to not yeah. have laces. I mean, I have a pair of those. I just. They're awesome. Well, why they're, don't you wear them? <laughs> they're old they're called socks at this point. <laughs> and, uh, well, get some new ones. Fuck. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was that heated. This is supposed to be a pleasant rummy cub cast. <laughs>